Welcome to the More Than a Mommy podcast. I am your host, Nakia Hines, and I deeply believe that we reach authentic healing through intentionality and candid conversations. I am so excited for you to hear today's episode, but even more excited that you are here with me on this journey to self-actualization. Let's get right into it. Hello, beautiful people. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode. Actually, the last episode of season four. Can you believe it already? I cannot, but I am very proud that we are going long and going strong. So if you listened to the last episode, you know that we were talking all about mindset and I was getting hyped. I was getting so hyped that we ran out of time and I promised that we would be back one more time to close out the season with this important topic. So I highly suggest number one, if you have not listened to that episode, just pause here, go to that one and then come back. Don't worry, we'll be fine. We'll still be here. But then after you have listened to that episode, I just want to stress again that our mind is literally such a powerful tool and the faster we understand that truth, the faster we can begin to shape our destinies. And I know that sounds very dramatic and intense, but like it's real, y'all. Like our mindset can drastically change how we perform and show up at work, at school, and most importantly with ourselves and in relationships. And guess what? There are actually studies that show that our mindset has an impact on our immune system. Like I'm telling you, I have really been getting into this and it's almost too much that can fit in this episode, but I promise you just start, if you are like starting to feel like interested and curious about this, when you are done with this episode, put it on your calendar to really go and dig into the impacts of a positive mindset and especially what we'll talk about today, the abundance mindset. So I guess we should just get right into it. What is an abundance mindset? So there's a book, if you haven't read it yet, I suggest it. It's called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And it was written by someone named Stephen Covey. But in that book, he is the one that really coined the term abundance mindset. So the book was telling us like we need to change our mindsets, take advantage of the opportunity to shape our world with our brains. And an abundant mindset is when we believe that there are enough resources that we have and that there is enough success to share with others. So basically, it's reminding ourselves that no matter what situation we're placed in, no matter what our external situations and circumstances look like, there will always be enough to go around. So I don't have to be catty with my coworker because I know that I can get put on and she can get put on too. That's the opposite of a deficit mindset, which is telling us like, nope, I have to claw my way to the top because if I don't, then they'll get it. And then when they get it, I don't have a spot. That's the opposite of a scarcity mindset, a deficit mindset, and the mindset we don't want to have. Another thing I remember is that like when, and I don't want to talk, I promised you that I would not talk too much about scarcity mindset because we focused the whole last episode on that. But the last thing I'll say about the scarcity mindset is really that it convinces us that there's only so many resources to go around 
and that if someone wins that means someone loses and sometimes of course that's true like if you're playing basketball one team's gonna win one team is gonna lose however life is not set up like that it's really not so when we are thinking about having an abundant mindset of course it's part of our personal development it's the next step uh, if you will, after we are self-aware and we start to understand ourselves, we have to understand our thinking. Actually, it's not even really the next step. It's included in that journey because in order to understand how we're showing up, we do need to analyze how we're thinking. The thoughts that we have shape our world. And I know I have said that at least three times. Please understand that it's very intentional. And I hope that if the math is mathing, and if uh, science is doing what it's supposed to do, the repetition of that phrase will ring in your head to be true long after this episode is over. So remember, our minds shape our worlds. There's a fourth time. But abundant mindsets also are steeped in gratitude, and they help us remember the bigger picture. So they aren't focused. Our mindset, when we have an abundant mindset, it's not, it's not like it's a toxic positivity thing. It's not a cure-all. It's not like, oh, well, let me just skip on through this thunderstorm. No, of course not. If we are using the analogy of storms, an abundant mindset is acknowledging that it is raining and lightning and thundering but also acknowledging that one day the storm will end, the sun will return, and we can go out and frolic as usual versus just thinking the world is over because it's storming now and you can't do whatever you want to do outside. Abundant mindsets also really help us live fulfilling lives. And I'm only saying this and going so hard on this because the whole intention behind this podcast is for us to grow together. I remember... I guess when I started it, my intention was to have conversations that I wish I had, to be exposing things that I wish I was exposed to a decade ago. So that's really why I want, I really felt like it was important to have this conversation about how to have an abundant mindset. Now, I'm talking about this and I don't know about you, but when I first learned about it, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can do that. I can change my thoughts. But I challenge you to just go next week <laughs> and just think, okay, my mindset is now flipped to the abundance mindset and everything is fixed. It's going to sound way easier than done. Even so, though, it's not necessarily as huge of a task as it might sound. So having an abundance mindset is honestly just about changing our perspective in the moment how do we do that Nakia? oh wow i'm so happy you came through the speaker and asked <laughs> okay so here are a few ways that you can switch the uh what do we call it flip the switch so that we can really be intentional about having abundant mindsets not just like you know as an overarching goal or dream but really in the day to day so the first thing you can do if you're taking notes, remember last time I said take out that pen, get your journal, do whatever you have to do so that we can really be serious about this. Let's not use this as an opportunity to listen to a podcast as we're doing our chores or cleaning up or driving or working. No, let this be an opportunity for you to sit and get, yes, sure, but then apply. So the first thing I wanna talk about is focusing on our thoughts. As I mentioned earlier, 
Our thoughts are really the keys to having an abundance mindset. I'm not sure if we've talked about this before, but I'm not going to get too deep into it. But a part of positive thinking is dreaming big and practicing affirmations. Not allowing the scarcity mindset to creep in through envy or jealousy or, you know, victim blaming, etc. Instead, we can start to be happy for people. We can understand that if God did it for them, he can also do it for us because he's not a respecter of persons. If there is a no, that, like I remember, I'll use a personal example. I remember way back, of maybe five years ago, I was ready to shift careers and I was ready to move on to another site and it did not happen. In fact, I was low-key like forced into a position at the same site that I didn't want to be in. I really had a hard time with that because I was praying, I was believing, I was having my faith high, and I was just like, what? I was crushed by the news. Fast forward now, I can look back because you know hindsight is twenty twenty. I can look back and see how that decision, that no, was actually an opportunity that I don't, and this is, well, I don't lean into it. Remember, I always apologize for being dramatic, but it's real. It actually propelled me into my future. It propelled me into the position that I really wanted to be in, which is the one I'm in now. And I just think that an abundance mindset helps us understand that sometimes things don't happen because they're not meant for us. But that God loves us so much that if he gives us a no, that means he has something better that is more aligned with our futures that he created. Another way that we can practice abundant mindset thinking from the day to day is by being grateful. We talked about that before, but appreciating what we have. Gratitude is free. It's like the smallest tool that you could have in your toolkit, and yet it is incredibly powerful. One way I like to practice, excuse me, gratitude, you see I'm getting hype. One way I like to practice gratitude every single day is just by creating a list. I can sometimes like write it down, but if I'm on the go and I feel like my mood is shifting in a way I don't want it to shift in, I just like use my fingers. These are 10 things I'm grateful for. And I'll just like spit them off and it could be like i'm grateful for my family i'm grateful for my health i'm grateful for the sunshine today i'm grateful for waking up i'm grateful for jesus and his loving power i'm grateful for growth and inspiration i'm grateful for this podcast and this opportunity to be able to share with others i am grateful for the love i have for myself i am the i am grateful for my friends and i am grateful for being able to be alive after surviving cancer for a second time last year. And then after, that was number 10, but after I continue to do that, it's like I wanna go to number 11 and number 12, and I start to focus on the things that I have that are beautiful and amazing and incredible in my life, which just squeezes out the space that was there to think of negative things, to think of things that aren't going well. It's not saying, oh, I'm just pretending these things aren't here. It's just shifting my focus. And I actually, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know what I'm talking about, but not too long ago, first of all, I forgot to say this, but can you believe it's April? Like I cannot believe it's already April, but you know, anyway, 
Uh, not too long ago last month, which is crazy to say, I had posted a reel because I'm like, I just have to say this. And the whole premise of the reel was that, you know, sad girl season is over. We can have two truths happening at the same time. And I use the example, like, I'm not talking about the small things. I'm talking about if your relationship or your marriage is acting a fool, if the people at your job are being crazy, if your health is seeming like it's not in alignment with what God said it was supposed to be, if these big things are happening and they are just stressful and daunting while they are there, I guarantee you there's at least one thing you can still be grateful for. I guarantee you that there is still at least one thing that's going right in your life. And our job is to find that one thing. When we operate from a place of gratitude day in and day out, we are training our brains to always remember that life is more than what we just see right in front of us. Something I love uh, that my spiritual father has shared with me one time is that we don't see with our eyes. We see with our minds through our eyes. And so as children of God, we have the special privilege of understanding that life is more than what we see with our natural eyes. We know that God is working behind the scenes. We know that there is so much greater for us. God planned a hope and a future for us. So he already knows those plans. Even if we don't, all we need to do is train our brains to be willing and ready to accept those things when they come. And the way we do that is through, oh, I was about to say through, but I can talk Ebonics too if you didn't know I'm bilingual. I speak standard English and I speak um, African-American English. So the way to do that is through <laughs> gratitude. Okay, so I'm going to pause right quick and I just want you to think about three things right now in this very moment that you are thankful for. You can say them out loud. You can just think them, but don't think you have to have these big grandiose responses. You can be grateful for the bed that you have to sleep in, the roof over your head. You can be grateful for the air you breathe. You can be grateful for your child or your parents or your siblings or your clothes. You can be grateful for the energy you are carrying with you today. Whatever you do, just don't get hung up on the fact that X, Y, or Z is not happening the way you want it to happen. You can acknowledge that thing. You can cast all your cares to God and allow him to handle it. But your job is just to focus on what you can control, number one, and what you can be grateful for. Another part of abundant mindset is embracing change and not only embracing change, but accepting change. Change sometimes can be, most of the times I would say it's positive, but if you're anything like me, you like stability, you like predictability, and sometimes like the uncertainty of it all really challenges us, if I'm going to be real with you, it challenges us in the area of our faith because sometimes we get freaked out if we can't see something but that just exposes the fact that we have faith in what we can see when god calls us to have faith in what is unseen and i'm calling myself out here too because when i finally told myself that i was like wow where's the band-aid because that hurt but it's real and we are here to be real together however one thing that I just 
have been blessed by is the power of acceptance. That acceptance has been the way that I've been able to embrace change. And acceptance is a powerful tool, but it's simply saying, I see what's happening right now. I might like it. I might not. Usually when I'm using acceptance, it's it's with something that I don't find ideal. And I acknowledge it in its current state, not the state that I want it to be in, right? I acknowledge it in its current state. And I just say, you know what? I accept this thing for for what it is. That has blown my mind away. Like I think I mentioned before, just a relationship that I was hoping that my daughter would have with this family member. And that thing tore me apart for like three years. And one day I was like, you know what? It doesn't feel correct to me to carry this energy. This person has shown me who they are. They have shown me that this is how they will show up or not. And now it's up to me. They have given me all the information I need. Either I'm going to be mad, upset, irritated, funky, you know, just like, ugh, when I see them, or I can accept that this is what they are able to offer or willing to offer, and then I can move on. Like, sometimes our expectations force us out of a state of acceptance. If I'm expecting you to do something that you constantly show me that you can't do, The only person who's going to be disappointed really is me. Sometimes people don't even like care. (laughs) That's the thing we have to accept as well. Some people do not care what you want from them. You are the one carrying that weight. So why not free yourself and release yourself from that weight by offering acceptance to that situation? Another thing that I want to talk about is being proactive. So having that abundant mindset isn't just about being positive all the time. Remember, it's not toxic positivity, but it is a chance for us to look for moments to be grateful for, to switch our lens, if you will, so that every single day we are walking around like, oh, I'm putting that on my gratitude list. Oh my goodness, thank you, Jesus, for that. We are looking for moments of awe every single day, not waiting even though this is a great strategy, but not waiting until we're stressed out to be like, oh, let me write my gratitude list so I can fix my attitude, but doing it in a proactive way, starting our day with gratitude. What happens if you wake up? Of course, I hope you thank God for waking you up before you even get out of bed. But then what happens before you even get up? After you have said, thank you, Lord, for waking me up this morning. What if you just start thinking about the 10 things you're grateful for before you start your day? Like I can imagine, I just, I saw that. I visualized that when I was just saying it to you and I was like feeling peace. I was feeling ease of the day. I was feeling like slowness. Gratitude is so powerful. It really is a tool that will help us have the mindsets that we want. So if anything, your biggest homework assignment after you listen to this episode is to write down your gratitude list. What are you thankful for? I want you to write down 10 things or people or whatever and say it out loud. I am thankful for blank. I am thankful for blank and go down your whole list and thank God for it. And really, if you practice these things every single day, you will start to feel a difference even in your own energy, your own vibrations, your own aura, if you will. You'll start to see 
that there is more to life. You'll start to be able to give yourself permission to dream without judgment like we were talking about before. Because sometimes we'll dream about something. I want to travel to Dubai or I want to get that position or I want to live in that place. And then our brain, which is just trying to protect ourselves, but it almost turns cynical in a way like, well, you know, it costs XYZ to go to Dubai and you're supposed to be saving this. Or, well, I don't know if you got all the qualifications. Maybe you do, but like, you sure you want to do that? Like, we will start to question it, question ourselves and start self-sabotaging. Let's, let's not do that. We are here to glow and to grow. Like, life is for living and it doesn't make sense to be a shell of ourselves if we only got one chance at it. You know what I mean? So thank you again for listening. We will go into our sponsor. We will take a quick break and then I'll see you in season five. So before we wrap up this last episode of season four, I want to leave you with a moment of meditation titled Expect the Great. Even when you don't see the manifestation of the things you've been praying for, keep standing in expectancy for God to work on your behalf. Before you physically see whatever it is that you are believing him for, you have to spiritually see it by faith. Don't allow yourself to become discouraged by your current circumstances. Instead, make it a habit to continually thank God in advance for answering your prayers. When we continually show God that we trust in his ability to handle our situations, there is nothing he would rather do than reward our obedience of faith. Keep expecting great things. Continue to thank him in advance for your healing and deliverance of those close to you. Put on your spiritual goggles and walk in expectancy daily. Before you know it, you'll have all you need and more. And our word for today is from Proverbs 3.5 and also from James 1.12. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life with the, which the Lord has promised to those who loved him. Again, thank you so much for listening. I'm so excited about this milestone that we just reached. Another season is done. Another season towards living our best lives as our best, most actualized selves. Um, There's going to be a few changes next season. So I'm so excited to start again and to shift things a little bit. But more importantly, I'm super excited to continue on this journey with you. So thanks, y'all, for rocking with me. I'll see you in season five. Okay, thanks. Bye.